Hey, it's Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. This is part three of a program that originally aired on September 5th, 2022. My guest is Graham Haynes. We're talking about and listening to the music of Bill Dixon. And we're going to get into, you'll hear us talking about some upcoming gigs. You might have missed those, but I'm sure there's some great music wherever you are. Get yourself out there and be part of it. That is what this show is all about. And you know what? Look around. You might, you might see one of these great musicians in the audience because guess what? They're all fans of the music and were before they ever became musicians. They share that with you. So, uh, all right, here we go. It's part three, September 5, 2022. Graham Haynes on the topic of Bill Dixon. It's Deep Focus. <laughs>
music from Bill Dixon. That's a recording. I don't know if I gave the, all the details of that. That was at the Newport Jazz Festival. Same place where it still runs to this day. It was July of 1966. Bill Dixon's trumpet and composer, Ken McIntyre, you may know as Maconda, Ken McIntyre on alto sax and bass clarinet, Lewis Brown tenor saxophone, Bob Cunningham on the bass, Tom Price on the drums, and the movement of Judith Dunn. And Graham, you made an interesting point off mic that uh, if there's a dancer on stage, that dancer is going to affect how the music sounds, and the music's going to change what the dancer presents. That's going to be a a part of it. Let me introduce you again for those who have just joined us. Graham Haynes is my guest, and he's calling our attention to the great trumpeter Bill Dixon on this episode of Deep Focus, hosted by me, Mitch Goldman, on WKCR. And um, here's a question for you, Graham. I don't know if this has been asked before but i'm asking now sure you and i made reference a bit earlier to one of my many favorite shows that you've done here with me when we did about miles davis and you actually i always loved electric miles 73 75 but i don't think i ever quite understood how that music worked until you shed some light on that for me on our deep focus that we did. Hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. Oh, you said some great stuff. Luckily, I recorded it, and you can hear it on Deep Focus Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can okay. listen on your phone right now while we're okay. doing the show. Okay. But um, here's my question. Maybe it's because I'm sitting in this same room with you right now. Hmm. But I'm wondering if you think that Bill Dixon might have had some influence on Miles Davis, in particular in that 70s ensemble that he had. Obviously, this is an acoustic ensemble. That was an electric ensemble, which is what captures captures everyone's attention about what Miles was doing. But in terms of what he was doing musically, I'm wondering if there's some commonalities in Bill Dixon as a composer and Miles concept. Uh, Miles concept in, se- in the 70s, 73, yeah, 75? particular, 70. yeah. Um, well, of course, anything is possible. I think one, one thing that I do believe is that uh, as a trumpet player, uh, Miles, was influ- Miles did pick up some things from Cherry. As a trumpet oh, player. Oh, interesting. Uh, interesting. During his 60s. Yeah. Um, and he may... When he would do those, like, ascending flurries. Yeah. 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 You know, he, he, he sat in with Ornette with, when Jerry was in the band. What? Yeah. He, you know, Never yeah, heard that. Yeah, Miles yeah, Mouse sat in with, 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 with Don and Ornette. Wow. Where? When? Uh, probably at the five spot or maybe somewhere else, but they're definitely, they're stories that, that Miles sat in with the, that group. I don't think I've heard them. Yeah. Miles definitely knew Don and, uh, yeah, Don and Miles knew each other for, for sure. Wow. And, uh, and, 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 and Miles listened to Ornette and, uh, I'm I, sure. I don't know, I don't know that he was like sitting up listening to the records all the time. 
but he was he was affected and he was you know they sh- surely played on a lot of the same bills on some of the festivals and, yeah I, but I, Miles I definitely, definitely sat him with him. but yeah, yeah but that that I that seems to be I think that second quintet in particular the Herbie yeah. Rontone yeah. I think would right. never have sounded like it did if not for Annette right so was he influenced by Bill as a trumpet player as well yeah I think it's quite possible now. Uh, in terms of how Miles was putting things together with his music, um, I would say most definitely it's possible. Whether it's likely, um, I really don't know. I don't know. I'm sure Miles heard a lot of stuff, heard, heard a lot of music, um, a lot of the new music from the mid '60s up until the early '70s, mid mid '70s, Miles heard a lot of this stuff, and his musicians were playing with some of those people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say yeah, it's 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 definitely a possibility, and uh, I know Bill used to talk about Miles. Hmm. Bill's talked to me and talked to us as a group. I remember um, like. Okay, this CD here. Um, uh, we, ha- Graham, you're gesturing for this CD that you brought that you're on with Bill Dixon, Tapestries for Small Tapestries Orchestra. Tapestries for Small Orchestra. Okay, so this was a this this was a recording that we spent two days with Bill, maybe three days, but definitely two days in the studio, and Bill was talking a lot and telling a lot of stories and. And I know he talked about Miles a couple of times, at least uh, in the course of the two days. Um, so B- Bill was 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 definitely a fan and affected by Miles, what Miles was doing. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure if they played, and it's likely, highly likely that they played some of the same festivals. I'm sure Bill would have heard, uh, Miles would have heard, what what Bill was doing and, you know, when Bill was playing with Archie and Cecil. Because, and you know, I think he, Bill Dixon, gets mentioned in the same breath with the Archie Sheps and Cecil Taylors. But he's really, and he's, maybe he's responding to some of the same things in the music and in the environment, but he's re- responding in such a different way. And I wouldn't ask that question, and maybe it's just a bit of conjecture about, Cecil Taylor about Archie Shep, but hearing the concept as a composer that Bill Dixon's using, pedal points, the the uh, uh, you know that evolving energy that we talked about that kind yeah, there's of wave. A, there's an elasticness, yeah, there's elastici- el- elasticity, in, yeah, in in his composition that that is very compelling, that works very well, that. A lot of the music of that period didn't have. So yeah. when we talk about free music, you know, a lot of the music that comes from that period just doesn't sound like this. Uh, doesn't have that same kind of elasticity and dynamics and, also, and space and uh, uh, yeah. Another thing you made reference to earlier was about minimalism, and which can mean a bunch of different things too but that that uh, idea of something moving in a direction and there's one aspect of it that's changing and everything else might be 
seemingly staying static. Yeah. Um, it's very, yeah, there's a lot of, it's very rich yeah. kind of approach. And, and very unusual in that scene, as I think of it. Yeah. Yeah, as I think of it, too. You know, I've, I've heard quite a bit of music from the period. And, uh, yeah, he's, he, Bill was working with something. He had something unique he was working on. You know, I'm sorry that I didn't get enough time. You know, I, I, I spent a little time around him, but I didn't get enough time to to sit down with him and, f- and pick his brain more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like we're doing that a little bit now. This is a deep focus on the music of Bill Dixon. First time he's been a topic on this show. And um, I'm great thanks to you, Graham Haynes, for bringing it to my attention and uh, getting to spend some time. This is really a treat for me. And if you don't mind, since you alluded to this album, Tapestries for Small Orchestra, maybe we could let the folks hear a little bit of it. And what might you uh, want to... You've talked a bunch about rehearsals and everything. Um, Would you like me to give the personnel and yeah maybe. why don't you give the personnel and why don't you choose choose from from that cd what, what i you don't know this album i'm going right from the top of disc one it's a two disc set unlike everything else we've been playing on the show tonight this one um, was actually produced and distributed and presumably hopefully still uh available for purchase it's on firehouse 12 records and uh recorded in firehouse 12 in new haven connecticut uh it came out in 2009 and once again the title of the album is tapestries oh beautiful beautiful paintings it's uh yeah those are that's his bill dixon i really like this visual work a lot uh tapestries for small orchestra and the small orchestra in particular on this recording along with bill dixon's trumpet and electronics taylor hobinum cornet flugelhorn bass trumpet and piccolo trumpet, Graham Muir on cornet, flugelhorn, and electronics, Stephen Haynes, trumpet, cornet, flugelhorn, Rob Mazurek, cornet, and electronics, Glynis Lemon? Loman. Loman. L- Glynis Loman, violoncello. Uh, this is a little difficult to make out. Uh, Michel Cote, mm-hmm. bass clarinet. And Ken Filiano on double bass and electronics. Warren Smith, vibes, marimba, drums, timpani, and gongs. Very interesting ensemble. Mm. And, uh, uh, well, let's hear the music. I'm going to just stop talking. Graham Haynes is in the studio tonight. He's performing Saturday with Adam Rudolph's Go Organic Orchestra in Central Park Summer Stage. Big, beautiful, outdoor... Yeah, as a part of the World Music Institute. Oh, um, fantastic. It's a World Music Institute production, I guess, uh, happening at um, Summer Stage. Very cool. And, yeah. yeah. Excellent, excellent. Great. They've been doing great work for a long, long time. That's It's very exciting to me that that is going to be uh, on that... Uh, what better stage is there? right in the middle of the heart of New York City in Central Park. Um, and also the 15th at Jazz Gallery, duet with Adam Rudolph. Do you like to say duet, duo? Uh, duo. Duo? Yeah. Don Cherry used to say duet. He, liked, he loved the word duet. 
I'll talk about him and Blackwell. It was a duet. But um, duo's good, too. Dynamic duo. Graham Haynes, Adam Rudolph. And then with Vijay Iyer's trio, September 16th, 17th. It's a big month, man. A lot of stuff going on. Right now, Bill Dixon, Tapestry for Small Orchestra, featuring cornet and electronics. Our guest, Graham Haynes. Deep focus on Mitch Goldman. It's W. K-C-R.
Graham, when I talk over music, it can only mean one thing. <laughs> we are... Uh, the end is nigh. <laughs> it is, man. Other things will happen. Good things, most likely. Oh, yeah. Just not with us. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Not tonight. This has been a treat, man. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you screwed up bad. But uh, I'm going to make it up to you in two different ways. Three ways. First, I'm going to tell you that the show is called Deep Focus. I'm the host, Mitch Goldman. Had the great pleasure of having Graham Haynes here with me and our dedicated attention to Bill Dixon, leader of this ensemble, which you, Graham, are playing on. That's one. Two, I'm going to make it up to you, listener who tuned in late, by telling you you can hear the show next week. This is going to be up on the Deep Focus podcast. It's free, no advertising, no money, no nothing. It's uh, you can you can get it on your right there in your pocket. And the third way I'm going to make it up for you, I'm going to give you not one, not two, but three ways to hear Graham playing live in the next week or so. The 10th this Saturday, Graham Haynes is going to be playing Summer Stage with Adam Rudolph's Go Organic Orchestra, also on the bill, Brooklyn Raga Massive. You and Adam Rudolph, Graham, are going to be playing duo concert at the Jazz Gallery, another fantastic venue. On the 15th. On the 15th. And the 16th and 17th you're playing with Vijay Iyer Trio at Smoke here on Morningside Heights. Great opportunities to hear you play. And what else can I tell you? Anything we didn't talk about that you got coming up that they should know about? Mm, no, that's it for now. That's it for... It's a lot. Yeah. yeah Thank you for calling my attention i'm gonna fess up i don't think i've ever really zoned in on bill dixon as much as i have this weekend it's been uh, enlightening thank yes. you incredible man incredible artist you know who i miss him it's coming through and uh the his lessons and wisdom are still being shared with his music and through you yes 
I wish he was still here to, to bring it too, but uh, it's pretty pretty good uh, second choice. Thanks so much, Mitch. You know, it's always a pleasure to come here. You know, this is my my second home in FM land. Anytime, man. Anytime. It's always great. And we've done a bunch of these, and everyone's been a banger. So uh, thank you. All right, we're going to leave you with a little bit of music. Keep it tuned right here. Got headlines and more coming up from the Crack WKCR news team. I'm Mitch Goldman. It's Deep Focus. Graham Haynes, thank you for being along. Thank you. See you next time.